I'm, I only have really three Green Lantern movies and the cartoon series that they just started. Um, for starters, feel free to look. These are the ones I picked out. Some pretty epic art. That's the goddamn Batman. Yeah, don't lean on the table. <laughs> yes, it's the goddamn Batman. One is the Black Lantern Batman. Here. That's not Batman. That's just a skull. Alright. The idea behind the entire Green Lantern thing, and this kind of sprung from Blackest Night, it's part of their motto, in brightest day in Blackest Night. Are we going to wear the rings to Great Pride? Not that I know of. For like the respective colors. Maybe. In brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power, Green Lantern's light. That, that's the uh, favorite one. That's the, the correct one. The original was no. Even in the comic series, different races had different. Different things, because some races didn't even have eyes, so there was no concept of light. Uh, no. All the races for the Green Lantern Corps is the same goddamn thing. Um, the ring won't recharge unless you say the fucking oath the properly. Oath, but the oath isn't the same for everything. This is a fact. Alright, let me explain, because Josh is one of the people that doesn't know anything about this. Alright, so this idea is, there is an emotional spectrum where each of the base emotions is represented by a light of color. And the one that everyone has known for years is the Green Lanterns, which stands for willpower. Okay? But it gets revealed later on that there is one for each color of the Roy G. Biv spectrum. Um, red stands for rage. Orange stands for avarice or greed. Yellow stands for fear. It's also the color of the Sinestro Corps. Sinestro has his own core of fear-mongering people. And in fact, when you get a green ring, the first thing it tells you is that you have the ability to overcome great fear. Um, blue stands for hope. Hope has the ability to supercharge will. Will is stronger with hope. Uh, this stands for compassion. Compassion has the ability to channel any other of the colors or emotions. And this is supposed to be violet, although it's pink. It's pink because they had to fit a character to it. But it's supposed to be violet, even though it looks pink. And that stands for love. Love is perhaps the most complicated emotion. The Members of this core, known as the Star Sapphires, are all women. Um, With emotional problems. Of course. <laughs> but it's, they have both stood on the side of good and evil. They have both been jealous and angels, basically. Um, so I'll give you a basic idea of that. I have a shirt, a t-shirt, for just about every single one of these cores. The only one I'm missing is Compassion. Oh, I'm sorry. Black stands for death, the absence of color. White stands for life. Life is the culmination of every single one of these emotions. Therefore, it is every color combined. It is also the original entity from which all these others sprang. Life splintered into all these various colors. Um, Including death or no? Death existed before life. Before there was ever anything, there was nothing. So death is the return to the natural state of nothingness. Natural state is uh, subjective matter in any theory, really. All right, but we can get into the original state then. It, we, we can get back to that later. I just want to give you guys time to generate ideas and all that shit. Okay.
The reason for the rings and the t-shirts is that you have the ability here to take a photo, which you can Photoshop later, or I can, to stand for any one of these emotions with that ring. How would you represent that emotion? You can do cool color combinations if you want to do life and death. Um, rage and love. I did death to love once. Um, you figure out how, you, how the hell you want to do it. Like I said, the only thing I don't have a shirt for is uh, compassion. I, I have an idea already, but we won't be able to do it till after nightfall. That is mm -hmm. fine. It's going to get night eventually. And I'm ultimately going to try to put a sheet up here so that we have a blank background for the pictures. Mm -hmm. um, has anyone seen any of the promos I did? Granted, mm -hmm. bear in mind that's like six to eight hours worth of work. Yeah. I'll show you in the big screen real quick here. <coughs> did you, uh, do you have enough background to make a fire? No. Because I want to wear the red ring, the red shirt, and hold that cow skull in front of the flames. Cow skull is uh, not in a position of being able to be held. Yeah. So that's what's back there stinking. Yeah. Yeah. Just a second here. Uh, I only managed to get through about two of my really good ones and some of my off the cuff ones. I did a couple of them. Um, Blackest Night. There's one. That's basically just our names. Uh, Blackest Night started by everyone that had ever been dead, ever, came back to life. And what made it so cool is that they were super-powered zombies, they were intelligent zombies, and they fed off emotional energy. Hmm. So there was... And, and coming up to this event, they had killed off some pretty major characters. Aquaman, Martian Manhunter, there was an alternate universe Superman that had died on this Earth. Yeah, I know. And Aquaman's not as gay as you think he is once you actually... Um, basically, and when this black ring came down to register an emotional tether, it would say your name and the planet you're from, and then you would rise from the grave. Mm -hmm. So this is basically members of Bahamian Productions when I did us like that. This is my Sinestro Core 1. This mm. is here. You look kind of like Bela Lugosi. Sure. Now you can barely see it, but I have this twisted little kind of smile. Uh, Parallax, the entity for that, has this toothy smile, evil grin that goes all the way the fuck up the back of his face. Um, you don't really need to know the comics to try to represent an emotion with a color. Um, but I can throw the symbols and all that jazz in there if you want. Each one has their own symbol. It's on the ring, too. Um, this is my version of love. It includes my own personal symbols I put in there, too. And this is my off-the-cuff one. I actually did this when I was working Valentine's Day. I wore these two rings the entire fucking day at the Olive Garden. Mm. Now, oddly enough, that is the exact same day that me and Aaron started our fucking relationship. Mm. Kissed her for the first time that night. There you go. So, I'll give you time to think up things. Um, like I said, there's a shirt for just about every single one. You can put the shirt on and look badass and do some stuff. Second is the art project. 
I haven't quite figured out the size yet. I need to make, I want to make some big ass collage posters. Uh, because there is some really good fucking artwork in this shit. Mm -hmm. That you can combine together. This is already what I've chosen. 98% of these are probably going to stay just like they are. These ones that I have here. But there are a number of them that need to be cut up. Like, just cut the characters out. So you guys can work on that. Also look through the book comics and find other cool pictures. Probably the first thing to do is just tear out all the cool ones. And then go through and cut it and figure out size. Um, and some of these are from Blackest Night, some of these are from Brightest Day, which was a follow-up event. Um, and in many cases, they purposely do the exact same picture, but like in this one, this is a Black Lantern version, and that's a White Lantern version. The White Lantern, well, this is when they come back to life, all these people that were dead. Mm -hmm. That was actually the end of Blackest Night, and this was the beginning of Brightest Day. Mm -hmm. Kind of ass backwards. Same with this Batman was nearish the end of Blackest Night, and this was in Brightest Day. And Sinestro gets a white ring, which is the power of life. And uh, there was also this big thing. You know how many fucking DC Comics superheroes have died and come back? A lot. Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, fucking uh, Green Arrow, um, Superboy. Superboy? Yeah, you clone. Come on. Yeah. They just made a new one. They killed off Batman. <laughs> <laughs> they killed off Batman? But you find out that this thing only existed for a couple of minutes. Long enough to create an emotional tether to track the rest of the Justice League who had at one time died. They actually made that make sense. What made this event so epic was that they took 30 years of Green Lantern lore, brought it all together in this very neat storyline. Brightest Day fucked it up afterwards. <laughs> but it was kind of lame by comparison. Uh, the only cool thing about the end of Brightest Day was the return of Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing was fucking, that was fucking awesome. Um, they made it make sense. This character, Necron, is a living, or a tangible, I guess you would say. He's not a manifest. Tangible. A manifest of death. But because he has no form, he only exists by attaching himself to the heart of somebody who's already dead. This character name is Black Hand. But he also says, all these people that have ever died, Necron comes back and says, I have let you return to life so that I can use you again. So it actually makes it make sense. The ridiculousness of the fact that so many people die and come back to life. Marvel is still living in the Skrull universe. Their excuse for people dying and coming back frequently is the Skrulls. Mm -hmm. Whenever you can't figure out a reason, it was a fucking Skrull. Yeah, what the fuck's a Skrull? Shapeshifter. They also have the ability to, with their technology, they can genetically modify themselves to duplicate the powers of whoever they're duplicating. And psychological programming to make them actually think they're the person they are. So... Scrolls is a cop-out. That's so their way Superman's of Superman's, like, been dead forever. No, Scrolls are Marvel. Scrolls are Marvel. Yeah, Scrolls are Marvel. Now, DC actually made this make sense. Like, we've killed off all these guys, but it was part of some master plan. It wasn't just random. Someone just randomly fucking comes back. No! Metcron's like, I need to use you again. I've allowed you to come back to life. I've returned you. And that's what these characters, these people are here all get affixed a ring because they were all at one time dead. And they used Batman. Bruce Wayne had died, supposedly. Darkseid hit him with those mega beams. And they had a really fucking lame way of explaining that Bruce Wayne wasn't really dead. This is about as bad as killing Superman. Well, didn't they do something like he he was stuck in time or something? And yep. had to go through like all these different stupid periods where he was caveman Batman and then he was renaissance Batman. Uh-huh. 
fucking whatever. Meanwhile, in the real world, Nightwing becomes Batman, and, and which would have made lots the of new sense. Robin is Damian Wayne. Apparently, when Batman himself died, there was like this big fight. And I haven't seen the comics yet, yeah, but I want them. But there was this big fight about who would become Batman. Oh yeah, the battle for the cow. Osriel showed up. Uh, Nightwing showed up. Two Face. Two Face came over. It was the Two Face Batman. Batman. And he had a whole Two Face Batman costume too. It was pretty awesome. I had the figure of it. it <laughs> I want to see that that video. Oh, it doesn't make sense the comic at all, but the figure's awesome. <laughs> I want to be Batman. People just keep making fun of my two theme. <laughs> well, for well, a while they did reconstructive surgery and fixed Harvey Dent's face, and he became sane again-ish. Um, he was fucked up even before. So uh, yeah, I know. So. Um, and Bruce, being his friend, was trying to be all helpful and all this shit. Well, when Bruce disappeared, he went insane again, cut his face off, cut the other half of his face off. So now it's not like burn scars, it's slices and shit. Don't, I wouldn't you like it if you had someone that was so close to you, if you disappeared, they knew like the face and, you know, going to scream psychosis. Well, bear in mind that at one point in time, he had a third splinter personality too. The judge. Because Harvey Dent was a, um, attorney. He was a prosecutor for Gotham. That was the very last Batman series episode. Yep. Um, he was actually a prosecutor, so he had this really strong sense of justice. And what part of what brought out his other personality was the injustice and the rage he felt of his inability to correct such injustices in the world is what brought about his second personality, a Two-Face. Oh, that would make sense that you'd want to be Batman then. Mm-hmm. But third personality came as a response to the first two in that now he sees himself committing the same injustices he couldn't cope with it, so he created this third personality, which not only hunted down and viciously punished criminals, it hunted down himself and tried to punish himself. He tried to blow himself up in his own place, not knowing, the judge not knowing that the other two were him. Which is a pretty good storyline, right? Speaking of which, it reminds me of another project I have on the shelf where it's a psychoanalysis of Batman, where Bruce Wayne is actually just some guy in a mental institute. And that all of the fights and everything that Batman encounters is splinter cells of his uh, psyche. Like the Joker represents the childhood he never had and how his childhood was twisted into this horrible. I'm pretty sure that's a book somewhere. That sounds pretty good. That is a good theory, though. But yeah. Um, aren't all of his villains supposed to be like manifestations of his own fucked up psyche? Well, they're twisted counterbalances to every part of his own personality. The Riddler represents how he couldn't make uh, sense to understand what had happened. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, the um, Scarecrow is basically the fear he not only felt over the loss of his parents, but the fear with which he uses to govern his justice, mm -hmm. taken a step mm -hmm. too goddamn far. Mm -hmm. Batman only exists <sighs> as an, an enemy of evil because of fear. And that also explains why Batman can defeat anything else in the universe because he's the fucking Batman because it's all in his head. Alright, Batman has also been offered a Green Lantern ring, which he wore for a uh, short while. And a yellow. And a yellow ring. Wasn't he offered a red as well? No. Hal Jordan, though, was offered or just about every fucking color ring. He wasn't offered, he just ended up with it. He, he, well, they tried to stick a red one on him. Um, that worked for a short while. 
Except the red ring, rage basically takes you over. You are a mindless beast of rage. Except and you basically puke fire acid the Hulk fire. with a red ring. Um, <laughs> what, what, but it replaces your heart. Universe. Your heart it's is like hollowed out, and the ring zero. replaces your heart. So your heart is replaced <clears throat> with rage. You can no longer feel <clears throat> anything but rage. And they're, of course, all about the vengeance. The Hulk with a red ring is like divided by zero. <laughs> the Hulk with a red ring. Um, I'm loving this idea. It's like a world just, just get, he implodes it. <laughs> like he punches the ground and then like grabs the earth by its core. Well, at the end, at the end of World War Hulk, Apple. And he actually World does that. Hulk. He grabs the yeah. this planet, it's not the Earth, this planet, and pushes it back together as it's splitting it too. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he takes a step at the end of World War Hulk, and his step shakes the planet. And somebody gets on the phone with Iron Man, like, if he takes another step, we're losing the eastern side of the continent. <laughs> That's silly. Yeah, no. Uh, so dude, long. it's almost as bad as Batman. Come on. Give a guy who his entire thing is about mm -hmm. the strength of his own will, and give him a, pow a weapon powered by willpower. Uh, Did you know that Batman faces off against the Hulk in a comic? No, wait, what? Yeah. There are a couple times. I don't know if he goes to the Hulk, but there, well, there was the big Marvel vs. DC. No, not that one. I think this is something. Else. There were a lot of crossovers that people don't really know about between Marvel and DC. They didn't really make a whole lot. Of Sounds them. like a fan crossover. I don't think they actually. No, I think it's a real. Business. There was a Spawn Batman crossover. There was a Teen Titans X Men crossover in the eighties. Show um, me these things. I don't know where they are. Are they like legitimately like? Yeah. Well, they made a whole graphic novel on these things that barely anyone. There was a Spider-Man Batman. They, they just for some reason never took off. The, the Batman versus well, the Predator. When they finally go and do the well, there's a lot of I mean, Batman, Batman versus, versus Predator. Predator isn't necessarily Marvel in DC. No, it's not. No. Uh, about, something about the Marvel crossover. crossover. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them happened. They barely made about, any mention of it. I'm talking about legitimate like. Marvel versus DC, and then yeah, are sanctioned someone, by Marvel versus Marvel and DC. Someone, the Joker or Penguin, I want to say it was one of those two. Might have been the Riddler, but I want to say it was the Joker or Penguin. Something got the Hulk, and somehow convinced the Hulk to go against Batman. And Batman's like, "Oh shit, wait, we don't have a problem here." <laughs> and the Hulk starts being the shell of Batman. I didn't actually get to read. The comic I imagine so. Batman and Bruce Banner would get along. Yeah, they're both smart yeah. as fuck. Um, Although they both have twisted sides. I think Batman and Iron Man are like pretty much the same though. Except here, for Iron Man. Wait, your eye. Right here. Red Lantern, Robocop. Think of that one. Mm. Ah, I can I see don't it. Think, so. think I about see. this though. Batman and Iron Man. First of all, billionaire playboys. Mm. Both some tragedy in the past cause them to be superheroes. Both have no initial powers. Both smart as fucking make shit. Both seek out the like, destroying justice. The big difference, the only difference between Iron Man and Batman is Iron Man's doing it for fame and wealth. No. It theoretically. The, 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 and he, he, he greatly enjoys he does it for another reason. Yeah. But he greatly takes advantage of the fame. Money. Yeah. But no there's a, there's another difference and not just the basic personality types. One Batman it, uh, uses skill to figure things out. Batman uh, has a very number of skills. Whereas so Tony Stark, no, Tony Stark in Iron Man, all he has is his suit. And he has uh, the scientific built. knowledge. Without that suit, though, he's nothing. 
Batman can walk out naked and whoop the ass of 50 ninjas. Iron Man. Uh, I disagree. Iron Man does have martial arts training, a shit ton of it, especially mm has -hmm. uh, combat training from Captain America. Oh, here's, a, here's another question. By the way, I saw the Avengers fucking best movie that yeah, damn it. Right? Holy right? shit. I, I know, that right? That fight scene at the end, I swear to God, I jizzed in my pants. Oh my god, that movie was Just awesome. once? Wait, wait a minute. The, uh, who was Thanos? I can't talk. After the first one, the purple dude with the big smile when they said, is to invade the Earth is to court death, it was after the credits. I really see it. I, wa I had a. Why the fuck did you walk out? You knew goddamn well. Douchebag. Huh? I had a, a, a movie rip. Cam. Theater Cam. Yeah. Oh, rip. Oh. There was. Sorry, I don't understand. I heard movie whip. I'm like. <laughs> that, that's what I heard. I heard whip too. a movie. You're douchebags. There was no credits for me. <laughs> I didn't see it because, like, there was a whip. Alright. <laughs> yeah. I was being whipped. I've already given you guys. Some time. We're gonna get some time. I'm gonna put on a movie to think about what you want to do with the representation of emotions and pictures. And we're gonna be doing the art project. Here's, gonna, a, here's a question that has nothing to do with Green, Green Lantern, but I've been mulling this over. Is Green Arrow a better Batman than Batman? Fuck no. Because Green Arrow, to knock off a Batman, no, was a billionaire, got trapped on an island, basically be. Got, like became a badass on the island, much in the same way Batman became a badass in his ways, and then came back and instead of fighting like for vengeance and uh, he's doing it for like the greater good, and actually is he's like if Batman and Superman had a love child. <laughs> no, and no. that kid didn't have didn't have any. Problems. Only because of the extreme reputation Batman has. He's and, a better Batman. And <laughs> Batman will go to lengths that Green Arrow can't. Batman will conceive of things that the Green Arrow can't. Also, Batman is a better fighter. Also, Green Arrow... Green Arrow is a badass. Green Arrow, Green Arrow relies 90% on suit. his bow, whereas Batman can switch from multiple weapons. Not entirely. Green Lantern can fight, but he does rely primarily on his bow. Green Arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah but his bow is like, it, it, much like right. Batman relies on his utility belt and all that shit. No, no. Green Arrow's no. bows are for, like that. For Batman, his utility belt are tools. That literally, mm -hmm. he uses them for purposes. Yeah. Green Arrow, whenever the Green Arrow comes out, it's with his bow. Yeah, all but all those bows, bow. those arrows are all different, like, things. Like, just like, just bow, bow, take the bow away and he's not, he's... His, he's his bow and his thing are essentially blood. Batman's utility belt. But take Batman's utility belt away and he's still the Batman, he'll still whoop your ass. No, take like, take ta ta Batman's utility belt and his armor and shit away, he's got martial arts training and that's all. Batman doesn't have... But like also his arrow. mind. Yeah, Never underestimate. I think Batman's smarter. Much. Batman has a much stronger willpower. This is a fact. Green Arrow doesn't. Green Arrow is so underrepresented uh, that you can barely. Then again, he can off. It. I think Batman gets it because of the psychologically twisted nature of his entire life. Mm-hmm. Every every story. Honestly, Batman's a spoiled prick. Well, every no, one bad thing happens to him, and then he's like. Yeah, but every story that you ever read of Batman is not just about him going in there and beating some ass. It's about how much like the villains and where to cross the goddamn line and where the line is. Yeah. He is. With how much Batman. like each of those villains he fights, he is, and where to draw the line and still feel compassion. When the original Batman comics were released, Batman was more akin to modern-day Joker. He, he was not the good guy. 
Uh, he was the main character of like the. Like, like, during, the yeah, he was cheesy. He was regular. He had gadgets and all that shit. Eighties yeah. happened, and you get dark and gritty everything. The yeah. antiheroes. That's where Batman got his edge. That's where Batman stopped being the fun playboy and having little boys dressed in fancy costumes running around with him constantly. Mm -hmm. And Robin started getting a few more hair on his balls. It's dark and gritty. The eighties grew every dark and gritty storyline that yeah. started. The 70s was flower child and happy and all that shit. Cause you're like a hippie Batman. Yeah. God, no. And, you know, I'm not part of the 1% Batman. Yeah, and then you get the 80s and everyone's like, the future's fucked. I like the, uh, I like the alternate reality ones where they cross over from the different dimensions. You got like Demon Batman, Cyborg Batman, Midget Batman. I enjoy alternate universe stories because I've read so many comics in my time, and especially Marvel Comics does this more than DC. DC fucks their own continuity by trying to make new stories, and then they have to fix it every couple of years in Usually another crisis. Right. If this is any uh, example, though, well, where they DC fix it, it's an overhaul of all that shit. This is probably the best fix I've ever seen in my goddamn life, but Green Lantern is probably the most consistent running DC comic ever. They've been running one storyline that continues from the next for the last decade at least. Speaking of which, whereas Superman has three different storylines running simultaneously, Batman has three different storylines running simultaneously. They tried to fix that by introducing Batman Incorporated. Yeah. What? When Batman came back from life, he saw how good Dick did as Batman, so he's like, you know what? I can't be everywhere once. So, so he, he tried to make a group of Batmans Batman all over the world. Uh, that didn't really fail. Like, that's still a thing. It, yeah, well, because he wanted to keep Dick as Batman. Yeah. And still be Batman himself. So he's like, fine, you be the Batman for here, and I'm the Batman for here. And we'll really fuck with everyone's minds by thinking that I'm everywhere, always. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Batman Incorporated's got, like, all Batgirl and all wait that minute, stuff. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That goes against Dick's nature. Nightwing's nature. That's the whole reason he became Nightwing was to escape out from under Batman's shadow. Right. His own hero. As much as he wanted to escape from Batman's shadow, he still respected the man more than like a father. Uh huh. And when the man died, he felt the only person who could properly respect his memory. He might have only taken the cow because of that battle for the cow, and he saw all these people fighting, disrespecting Batman's sense. memory. That makes sense. So he took it to honor his memory, so that no one else would fuck it up, no matter how much. Um. He might want to not be like Batman. He still respects him enough to honor his memory. There's a, there's a wonder. Like, did that... uh, why continue being Batman after Bruce returns? Uh, because Batman said you did a great job. I thank you. I don't know. See, that's what the plot plot hole. That's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. I mean, like, it's only a matter of time until Terry McGinnis shows up. So. <laughs> did you? Uh, I should play that for us sometime. What? The end. Like the Justice League Unlimited. Oh my god, now. Do it. Speaking I'll play it in a minute, but I need to mention the philosophy so you guys have a minute to think about it. Oh, hold on, speaking oh, of... We got the gist of it. This is Green Lantern philosophy. What the fuck, Josh? He's over there like, yes! He tells me right now! He's like, you know what I mean? He's like, okay. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta put my dick back on. <laughs> I know, like, it was just, I didn't know. It was just like, I was like this. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I, I was there, wasn't you? saw my hand. I think we have the juice of it, okay. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of the Green Arrow, I wanted to point out too that when I saw the previews and whatnot, they're like, oh yeah, Hawkeye, he's in the Avengers, not Wolverine or something else. I'm like, what the fuck? Hawkeye. 
Hawkeye. He's a pussy. No one cares about how fucking Hawkeye. Hawkeye is it's kind of the a year of the archer. And, and then he became super badass in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you have to, in comparison to the other people that are in there, you have to make the lesser powered people seem like a badass or they seem like they have no place on the team. It's a plot device that you just have to work to balance the team. I don't think it's yeah. There has to be a human nature to every team, but they have to be able to stand on par with the superpowered people. Wait, wait, it's is just Hawkeye, a plot device. Is Hawkeye purely normal? He just has super um, mad skills, I guess. Really good skills. Yeah. Uh, for a moment, I thought he had bionic eyes because really why hair was a little fuzzy. So I didn't see that everybody's eyes changed when uh, Loki took them over. Now, doesn't Hawkeye like a trade adventures becomes in the comics? Yeah, well, he, uh, Hawkeye is also a reformed. A vast virus database so has been updated. Yeah. yeah, Black Widow was a Cold War double agent for the Russians. Didn't she get her? How did she survive? No. Huh? huh? Why is she still alive? Um, because time doesn't exist in comics. Did she kick the? the uh, uh, if you want to get really technical, Nick Fury is still alive. White Nick Fury in the regular comic series, is still alive and about in his 40s, 50s, but still in really good shape for that. And he led a troop of, he was an army sergeant for the battalion that ran with Captain America in World War II. Is there like a difference between White Nick Fury and yeah, Black Nick Fury other than like just interpretation? Ultimate Universe one, and one uh, regular Multiverse. One Hitler fight Snake Man on a plane. <laughs> now, uh, Ultimate Universe, when they came up with that, was basically a reboot of Marvel <coughs> Universe. Uh-huh. And they rank, and they still run it occasionally because it's still pretty popular. It's mm-hmm. a more reasonable, believable version because it's updated for today's times. Yeah. Um, they introduced the Black Nick Fury, and the most of the movies have been starting to be based off of the Ultimate comics, especially mm-hmm. Spider-Man, because oh, yeah. they're more believable. Yeah. The fucking Spider-Man movies Spider-Man. sucked. The first you one wasn't. Right? Bad? No, I'm talking about the ones that have come out already. Oh, no, because there's a new one coming out, and I, I, I the first I was kind of pissed about it. There's a new Superman, too. I, I can't wait to see that. The last, yeah, the last one was probably the worst comic movie ever. It was. It was. And the day I wanted to make up for it. No, the last Superman movie, he's like, oh. you bring out like a pebble inside a lead box, and Superman's crippled, but he can lift an island into space. Yes. Made of kryptonite. You know what it was? Think of how unbelievable the original Superman movies were. He moved the fucking planet out of the goddamn way. He flew around it really fast backwards and it went back in time. Yeah, they tried to make it like the... They wanted to follow that tradition and make it go with the rest of the movies. They failed horribly. Kevin Spacey, great actor for Lex Luthor. Perfect. He he couldn't hold up the movie. Great. Um, Great only in the fact of honoring Christopher Reeve's memory in the actor they chose for Superman. Mm -hmm. Only whether or not he did it right, he was all right. I like the, but the fact that they chose his son for the role, I think. Isn't Christopher no, Reeve's son? No. No. Oh, well, I thought it was more Reeve. No. Whatever. I thought it was Reeve from... Uh, I thought it was one of the Reeves. No. Uh, uh, the new one, the new one that's coming out, though, um, looks badass. And they've... Batman, the new ones, they fucked it since the second one. It was all right halfway through, but it was way too goddamn long. The Joker was fine. The Jared Dark Knight was pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Halfway through, it got boring as fuck. If they need, they could have cut a lot out of that goddamn movie and made it far more interesting by not over-explaining things. They could have made Joker a bit more And funny. the actor. Uh, Christian Bale. The guy who played Batman. Dissing on Hugh. Uh, I'm, not dissing, I'm not dissing. I'm not dissing. I'm not dissing. Dead people. He's saying Christian Bale sucked. Christian Bale does suck. 
It, yeah. He was fine yeah. in the first yeah. one. The Bruce Wayne overdid the goddamn voice. Yeah. Yeah. I need to stop talking like this. I had someone in an ED group who that was the voice of his character. So we kept calling him Batman. He overacted the part. He shouldn't be in the third one, and the third one looks like it's gonna be like Batman Forever. I'm actually want I actually want to see Bane break Batman's spine. Yes. I that really hope awesome. for that. That might end up happening because Christian, the guy, the guy who who um, uh, the guy who was making those movies, said he's only gonna do three. He's gonna make the last one, the last one. Okay, it was the last one I really want to see them break the spine. I, I'd like to see them bring out a different character. I mean, they've had Bane out already in a Batman movie. Uh -huh. I can understand. I can understand yeah, bringing back Which the Joker, but uh, you know who they should have done? And maybe it could be another movie way down the line with a pre-established mm -hmm. Batman plot. Hush. Hmm. Do the Hush storyline. That was with the bandages, right? It's. He was like anti-Bruce Wayne more. Or less. He was like the anti-Batman. He was another spoiled rich kid who. Whose parents didn't die, but he was and crazy. he wanted his parents, and he was always jealous of Bruce fucking Wayne mm -hmm. because his parents died, and he's like, Bruce has everything now. Wasn't he raised by criminals or something like that? No, Hush was a regular rich was, billionaire guy. Some dude who he was just a crazy bitch, died. and he bought Bruce Wayne's secret Batman secret identity off of the Riddler. Wait, 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 wait. If the Riddler has Batman's secret identity, why doesn't he just like sell it to everyone? Uh, do you remember the Batman Forever movie? Part of what was in there actually did follow in the comics, where he was enhancing his intelligence and fried his fucking brain. Well, in his enhanced intelligence, he did figure out who the fuck Batman was, and he fried his goddamn brain and forgot. He had physical damage to his brain. Well, that technology, another ten years of comics later, you come and find out, caused him to have brain cancer. Well, duh. Mm -hmm. Well, in a desperate attempt to save his life, he locates one of, he's still smart as fuck, he locates one of Rasha Ghoul's Lazarus pits, which mm -hmm. can heal any injury, being back the freshly dead, you've been dead for a hundred years, you ain't coming back yeah. from that. Um, he used it to heal himself, heal the cancer, well it also gave him the clarity back. Doesn't it also fuck you up though, Lazarus pits? He makes you insane, but come on. It's, yeah, Joker's already there. Not Joker, Riddler. Yeah, what it, are the Lazarus Pits? The Lazarus Pits... Are they natural? Yeah, there's some kind of a natural thing in the Earth that uh, that Rasha Ghul has control over all of them. There's mm -hmm. they're spread all over the Earth. It's this huge network of people who basically would die for him in a minute. Super loyal people. Mm -hmm. And he uses them to restore his life time and time again. But he's getting to the point where they're starting to lose their effect on him. Each time he does it, the effects are mm -hmm. shorter and shorter last. And the psychological effects are more and more profound mm. each time. Like, if you follow Batman Beyond, which doesn't really follow in the comics, but mm. you eventually find out that, well, in one of the Batman episodes in the last season of the Batman Superman Adventures, um, he tries to replace his body with Superman. I was going to say, if he replaces his body, won't that fix or at least cut off the psychological problems up at that point? Yeah. And that's what he's been trying to do. Well, it gets to a point where he's desperate. He puts his mind in his daughter's body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And starts using the Lazarus picks with her. But uh, Vandal Savage is the only immortal, correct? Yeah. It's strange meteor, very loose storyline. I, 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 really, I, I really like else. Vandal Savage's mm -hmm. character. He's my second favorite character. The question. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Um, we're getting to it, Josh. You're all antsy about watching stuff. Um, epilogue. Not really antsy, I'm just 
Okay. That's kind of cool because I just got done demoing Batman Beyond. <laughs> Batman Beyond is the shit. Um. Like, what all consists of the DC animated universe? Animated? Uh, DC animated. It's all one continuity. I know that. No. Not all of it now. Um, but it was. You want to start in continuity? You start with the original Batman Adventures, and the, then the Batman animated series. Yes, the Batman animated series. Yeah, which, which is the best thing ever. Which yeah. then got introduced Gosh. later was Superman. The Adventures of Superman with a different art style, mm -hmm. and then the next season they decided to combine the two shows, mm -hmm. and there were a lot of crossovers after the Batman Superman movie. There was a Batman Superman movie where the Joker gets his big dragon made of kryptonite and sells it to Lex Luthor. I don't remember that. Mm -hmm. uh, so the Batman Superman Adventures. Yeah, and then there's Justice League. Well, yeah, then Batman Superman Adventures. Then there's Batman Beyond happened in the middle of that. Yeah. But that's in the future. Yeah. Also did Static Shock. Yeah, Static Shock falls into the DC animated universe, yes. Um, then you get Justice League, two mm -hmm. seasons. And then there's, it ends the second season with that, the Thanagarians invading and Shire basically being kicked out. Hawkgirl. Mm. Wait, you're missing a series. Justice what? Friends. Justice Friends doesn't count in this continuity. Right, right. so there's actually a legitimate continuity. It's called the DC Animated Universe continuity. Mm. And it starts with the Batman Animated Series. The, the Batman Animated, the original mm. Batman, the Animated Series of all the greedy awesomeness. And it goes, and all the ones we've been talking about, Batman Beyond's considered one of them. It's all the same continuity. Justice oh, Friends is much older, yes. They are the same continuity. It's proven in several times over in how uh, Static Shock has a crossover with Justice League. Things are referenced. Static um, has a crossover with Batman Beyond. Yeah, Static has a crossover with that Batman Beyond, linking Justice League, Static Shock, and Batman Beyond all in the same continuity. Batman Beyond and other uh, deal, like, goes in the past and deals with Batman from the animated series at one point, linking the Batman the animated series to that. Um, Batman the animated series has is a clearly crossover with the Superman. They ran as one show. They for ran a while. as one show for a while, so that's the same continuity. And Justice League, like I said, is the same continuity too. And so then you get Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, Justice League Unlimited is another show, which ends with the best fucking episode ever. Which I, will I play. think it, I think but the entire will. series ends with Justice League Unlimited. Yes. It does. Now, that's not the end. There's a new continuity now. Wait a uh, Now, DC started putting out these different animation, very good animation, almost Jim Lee, I would say, movies. Oh, yes, Stra yes. It, actually, straight to video movies. Yes, straight to video. Now, they started with ones that were in, they, the first one they started with was in the uh, style of the Justice League, and that was Superman Doomsday. Uh, does that, is that part of the DC, is the DCAU the or same art, Same art style. Does Different not follow it. Does not follow into it. There was also a very little known, very shitty movie called The Attack of Brainiac. A Superman movie. What it was that I can tell without even looking it up was an old animated series that they had slated and it got pushed back or something hindered it. Mm -hmm. It was obviously made when the Superman animated series was running mm -hmm. before the Batman crossover ever happened. Mm -hmm. And it's the exact same art style as the Superman series. Mm -hmm. It's the same characters. They... What fucked it is that Lex Luthor's personality is entirely different, which is why it probably got shelved because it didn't follow in the continuity of what was successful. Yeah. But they put it straight to video, and barely anyone knows about it. It's called The Attack of Brainiac. Even Brainiac is completely different. So does that fit the continuity you're talking about right now? Or it can loosely fit into the continuity, 
if you want. But, but most people hold it separately because mm-hmm. the personality of is entire. The character for mm-hmm. Lex yes. Luthor completely different. Mm-hmm. Same art, same style, different voice actor for mm-hmm. Lex Luthor. Completely different yeah. character. He was this shy, joking, not so sure of himself businessman. And yeah. the Brainiac in the beginning of that movie is the same Brainiac from the show. But then halfway through it, he built himself a new body out of a satellite, and his whole voice and personality and mannerisms mm-hmm. changed. Which tells me that half of it was animated. Mm-hmm. Then they said, ooh, we're making money on these straight-to-video movies. Let's finish this and mm-hmm. put it out. Then you got Superman Doomsday. Right. Awesome. Then they start putting out these. Then they start putting out these new straight-to-video releases that are based on individual miniseries. Um, you have the New Frontier. No, you have Crisis on Two Earths. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Which, which is one? halfway between the Justice League and this brand new. If you've ever seen Young Justice. Oh, is it young, so? Is that connecting the 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 two two continuities? Crisis on Two Earths has to nothing to do with Young Kinda, Justice. Kinda no, not really. Some of the movies that they started to put out do follow in that continuity, mm-hmm. but it's a very... The first couple of these straight-to-video movies they put out, the serious mm-hmm. ones, Doomsday mm-hmm. was a serious one, but fans hate it because it was nothing like the fucking comics. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It didn't even follow right. I want to Google the uh, the continuity for DCAU real the, quick. The um, ending of Justice League Unlimited was uh, Lex finding out the Omega Code, wasn't it? Uh, the anti-life of the anti-life operation, yeah. Um, the end of JLU, yes. Brainiac and Darkseid fuse and. Uh, that was not the anti-life equation. It was just right. getting um not omnipotent power. That was the end of the first season. There's a whole other season after it, where he figures out the anti-life equation. the end of like the. Where he does. Sixth season, eighth season. All right, here are two seasons of no. JLU and two seasons of JLA, regular JL. Darkseid and Brainiac fuse in the very last episode of Dark the last Side season. Darkseid and Brainiac do not fuse. Darkseid takes over Brainiac, uses him, and dies. Superman uh, blows up this asteroid. Yes, and way later, the last episode, they get revived because uh, Lex is trying to get Brainiac season, yes. back. End of second season. They get fused, He's... and then Darkseid's unstoppable. So yeah. that guy in the chair... Brainiac does not come. Does Brainiac does not come back to life? Lex is trying to bring him back because he wants that omnipotent power back. Yes. Through the whole second season, mm-hmm. he accidentally resurrects Darkseid Dark instead of Brainiac. Not both. No, we'll go mm-hmm. back and watch it. He does resurrect. Right. Brainiac is now fused with Darkseid, but Darkseid right. has completely suppressed. He has. He is not fused. He has all of Brainiac's knowledge when he dies and power. Yeah, there are but all he's the not things considered. So, even if his personality isn't there, the physical form and what being is. I don't think his physical form, huge. but all of his data. He has all well, of his that's data. that's why he's got that machinery shit mm-hmm. now in his skin and stuff. I think that's just the way he was resurrected. Mm-hmm. Using well. a piece of Brainiac. Because Brainiac, in every, even the nanobite has the entirety of his code, mm-hmm. and even a little bit of his nanobite. When Darkseid took him over and they got destroyed, he also had a copy of Darkseid's DNA and all of his brain patterns. So then when Darkseid, if it was indeed Darkseid then, not Brainiac, that was Right, back. but using Brainiac's Even one stuff. nanoprobe put into the physical form of Darkseid would be enough to bring Brainiac back. So even if it's Darkseid's mind and just Darkseid's mind in control of the body, it's still fused with Brainiac's physical I don't know if it's fused, form. I think it's like, uh, if you download Darkseid's entire code and brain, and copy it, and then... I don't know, well that... 
either way, that's just uh, that's you know. It's semantics, and semantics, it's hard to yeah. it's hard to figure it out exactly. It's Dark Side. It's not Brainiac. Mm -hmm. He has Brainiac's knowledge. Point is, it's he hasn't like quite figured times. out the analyte equation though. No, he hasn't. And point is, is that he's like four times as pow more oh, powerful. He's completely fucking pissed too. Uh, it's not just Dark Side. Oh, was he's all not pissed though. He Dark Side. Back, was, he's like <laughs> y'all bitches. No, Dark Side's always been that powerful, but that um, treaty he had with New Genesis, New Genesis people can kill him. What what season are you watching? That's not Dark Side himself says at the end. It, when he's fighting uh, Superman, he's like, "Now I'm powerful enough to kill you." And he was always stuff. powerful enough to kill. Not quite. He just didn't because the Earth, which included Superman, was under New Genesis. That, that, the guy in the protection. chair, the Watcher. I don't even know what he's called. The guy right? in the chair, uh, Orion. Orion. I don't even know. His son. Him. But Orion shows up. No, not him. The other guy. The guy that's oh, like, the time guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, he shows up and says, "If you do this." A new threat will come to the world that will be unstoppable, which is the new and improved Dark Side. In order to defeat Dark Side, I think Dark Side always had the power. He just didn't have the knowledge. I don't think so. But um. But in in either case, he takes Lex Luthor and says, "There's only one way to stop him." He takes him to the edge of the universe. He needed somebody with a 12th level intellect, and no. Lex does. He, he said. He told Lex not to go into the thing because only someone with at least a certain think, level of intellect has a hope of surviving. Yeah, and he's like, and Lex and I'm is like, overqualified. Yeah. <laughs> but then Lex goes in there and then you know appears on Earth in a really nice tailored suit. And he's like, whoosh! Here's the anti-life equation, bitch. He's and like, Dark's, come and get it. And he Dark's like, oh! And then they both go poof. Yeah, basically. Yeah. If well, if you watch, there's an episode of... That is the last episode, right? Yeah, he, there's one after it. No! And that's the one I want to show you. It has nothing to do with the rest of it. It's just a really, really awesome fucking way to end the series. Alright, so it, I, I it's haven't like, seen that one. It's mm -hmm. like, basically, they did all this awesome shit, and they're like, now, right. we're going to suck your dick. Here is everything that is consistent of the, the Batman DCAU series. Batman TAS. Oh, Superman I forgot about Zeta TAS. Project. Yeah, I know, right? The oh. new Batman Superman Adventures, Superman <laughs> TAS, the new Batman Adventures. Batman Beyond, Zeta Pro Static Shock, Zeta oh, I forgot Project. About the four fucking movies, too. Oh, yeah, and the, those movies. And then there's also Gotham Girls, which is a web cartoon, and Lobo, which is also a web cartoon. Really? And a bunch of comic books. And they're talking about doing a Superman Beyond um, comic. Uh, yeah, there you go. Crisis on Two Earths. Mm -hmm. That's one of their earliest movies. Justice League Crisis. Now, they started doing these straight-to-video releases, which are pretty awesome. Crisis on Two Earths is they go to an alternate universe where all of the Justice League are actually criminals. And they've taken over. Oh. And they're like mafia okay, bosses. Okay, so originally, just Crisis on Two Earth was supposed to be a DCAU, but then they changed it. Yeah, they made it more like the comics. Um, Fucking lame. The art, you can see in this movie, the art is starting to evolve a little. But there are certain movies they did where they wanted to keep the art consistent with the comics. There's one called Justice League New Frontier. That has, all the characters are drawn like they were drawn in the 1950s. Oh. And it's not 2012, it's 1950s. And, and the a, Justice League involved in that. There's a huge prejudice going on in the show, too. It's, like, done in the old-style uh -huh. mentality. 
Well, uh, is that still during the Cold War that this is going on? It's in the storyline. Yeah, it's post. It's post World War II. <laughs> it's 1950s. It's beginning of the Cold War. Mm-hmm. It's like they made uh, Superman and Wonder Woman sign this act. Um, affirming their allegiance to the United States government. And it opens to... Everybody hates the Flash. They're calling him a commie because his costume is red. <sighs> well, he says, I'm giving up because you guys are just fucking ridiculous, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. And Batman's all badass, and he goes to try to get, rescue a little boy, and the boy's terrified of him. He's <laughs> like... And, he's, and the boy's terrified of him, so he starts... He changes his costume to be less frightening and picks up... Robin, because he says, um... It's a, it was a PR move. Robert yeah, Robert he's like, I, I want to I um, instill fear in the hearts of villains, right. not little boys. Right. Huh. We should have took that one when we went to go see Avengers. I didn't have that then. Oh. Plus, that's not fucking Marvel. I know. Dude, get my goddamn mask no, off. I, mean, I don't want your sweaty afterwards. ass face on it. I'm going to right. I have shit to do with that, and I don't want right. you fucking it up. What? Afterwards, we should... I have shit to do with this. No, this is for pride. I was going to use it for a ring. Maybe. Maybe later, as long as you don't fuck it up. Um. Oh, and yeah, so there's a one-shot of uh, Super, uh, Superman Beyond, which was just a, a one-shot comic, and then they were talking about Batman Beyond Unlimited. Because you're not loud enough. I want one of those masks. Okay, but then they started moving towards this art style that they've stuck consistent with. There was um, Batman, Superman, um, Public Enemies, where Lex Luthor is president of the United States, and a a comet is coming to Earth made of kryptonite. And he basically sets up Superman to look like he murdered Metallo. And, um... Cyber Superman? No, regular Superman. Oh, Metallo. No, I, I was asking... No, Metallo. Metallo was, I know who he um, is. And then he's on the run claiming that this kryptonite comic is making Superman insane. Mm-hmm. And they bring in Starfire, but she's not Starfire from Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. She's huge boobs, full grown up. <laughs> from the old Teen Titans. Yeah. Yeah. She's actually a woman, not a little girl. Her hair was too long in that. Um... It starts moving it into Young Justice. Now, I think that one... There was another movie after that. I can't remember. Oh, uh, Batman Superman Apocalypse, where they get super, they find Supergirl. Do you have scissors? Just as she comes out of it. Yes, I'm getting to it in a minute. Don't start cutting my comments up until I see shit. You said cut them up. And not until I tell you guys, because I want to see what the fuck you're doing before you start cutting shit up. Alright. I don't know if I want to use that for the poster. I was cutting up Maybe this guy. Um, that's enough of that. We've yeah. done that for a while. Alright, I'm going to explain the philosophy to you. My ideas, I want to go with philosophy. Josh, get off my damn computer. Alright, hold on. Deathstorm was badass. I love Deathstorm. Yes, he's in there. Alright, now, part of this, I wanted to apply the theories of this to the real world. One of the implications of the fact that each of these lights represent an emotion is the fact that emotion can have some kind of a tangible physical power. And the question is, does it? In our world, can emotion have any kind of a tangible power? If not, what kind of power do you think it might have? 
Can it affect things in one way? Don't answer the questions and giving people time to think because I'm going to put something on. I have a question. What? Yeah, now, when you say tangible force, do you mean tangible in, such as the entities, that's tangible in itself, or tangible in the sense of uh, actions performed by people? Well, the definition of tangible, I would think, is something with form that has the ability to be physically sensed. Well, you said, can an emotion have a tangible form, you know, like... Yeah. Hate me punching him in the face, that's a tangible form okay. of an emotion. Um, but answer the question yourself. That's part of the debate. Hmm. We'll get to that in a minute. Second, one of the other implications is that these are all based emotions. Now, of these, now granted life and death is not really an emotion, but an extension of them. Um, these seven emotions, the implication is that they're all the base emotions, that every other emotion, emotion is an extension of those. For example, not every emotion is represented here. What about guilt? What extension would that be of this? Is greed an emotion? Greed, yes. Um, avarice. That's actually represented. Avarice, not the same. Lust, is that an emotion? How is that represented here? Is that a kind of love? I don't know. Probably be lust would be yes, greed and love. Yeah. Um, there's actually, psychologists, sociologists, and philosophers have debated this for years. What are the base emotions? Are there certain emotions that are which every other one comes from? I don't think that's a big shit. Uh, is every emotion just basically I don't think, emotion? I think that we really, really, really love to simplify things into this is the, these are the four building blocks, or these are the seven building blocks, or these are the ten building blocks, because this is a nice number that we like. Well, in many cases, though, those simple building blocks is, in fact, what leads to other things. It's like cement. Yeah, but it's brick, not, it's not necessarily accurate in, in all these things. A lot of the times, a lot of the times we, when we decide these are the building blocks, we're actually not okay. talking to so, an actual psychologist and philosophers, and I will tell you my own theory later, but does anyone ever think that Ryan is a spiritual person? Random thought. Would you say I'm a spiritual person at all? Is this a rhetorical question? No, this is a serious question. Answer the question. Mm. I'd consider myself yes. a spiritual person, so probably... I do have a spiritual side. This is part of it. Personally, I think that there are a type of emotions that are base to most others. Now, it's very well that I could be missing something. And I actually found a French psychologist who I mostly agree with, um, which I will discuss later. But the base emotions here, I think they got wrong. If, if I was to attribute an emotion to... Sum up, to sum up, for example, how I view you after knowing you, I would have to say it would be fear. Fear sums you up more than any of the others. Really? Yes. I disagree, but we'll discuss that later because you guys are antsy as well. I think yeah. that it's... Give it a goddamn minute before I rape you. Alright, let's go do something. I'm gonna put on that episode, and you guys can look through comics, and don't rip out pages. If you want something for yourself, you tell me. You are allowed to a degree if I don't want to this poster. These are taken by me already. But then there's also, what are we going to use for the poster? Some of these need cut out. Okay? Like cut the character out. I have exacto knives, I have scissors. 
I will get you something to cut on so you're not trying to cut on carpet. I, I can use the scissors if someone else wants to use the exact same. Okay. I'm proficient with scissors. I'm going to go get the DVD and put that on. Yeah, It'll only be a 20 minute episode. Then we will decide our next move and we can put it on another movie. Okay? Oh, okay. Oh, here's stacks of comics. Please keep them in their stacks. This is Blackest Night. This is Brightest Day. You know, as one of these projects, why don't uh, This is the War of Light. Don't sit there and read the goddamn comic. Look through it, fucker. You can download these. Mm -hmm. I actually have them. This well, is everything else. Everything else. Yeah. Well, this is uh, the new 52. Is this after Sinestro comes back to the Green Lanterns? And yes. Later? That's how they ended the War of Light. so fucking stupid. I, I don't know. I'll grant it. It was pretty, why, no, but... it was pretty fucking epic at the end of the story. Because then all this shit going on, someone in Chronos uh, infected the Green Lantern with Parallax. He stuck Parallax in the fucking green... The main lantern on Oa, mm -hmm. the powers everything else, he stuck Parallax in there. And all the rest of the Green Lantern Corps was basically um, under his control at that point. Well, Big Whoop, do you fucking do? Parallax was in the Green Lantern Corps so once before. Yeah, but he uses it. But because of that, they all have to discard their ring and they all pick up other rings. And it ends with the ring randomly being on... Sinestro, bear in mind who was deciding. The person who decided who got the rings beforehand, it was actually an entity. It wasn't just a computer. It was Mogo. I know that. Mogo doesn't survive the war of the, the, war of the Green Lanterns. No! John Stewart gets a compassionate indigo ring, and he channels death. And he goes all marine on Mogo. Why? Because Mogo kept spitting out more fucking rings. And was randomly just bringing people into the Green Lantern Corps just so there was more people in this army to go against them. And every one of them kept fucking dying because they didn't know what they were doing. So there you go. I'm getting that DVD. Poor Mogo. So go through, find epic art, keep my shit in stacks. I'll be right I want to see Mogo versus the Hulk. I care that much. About what? Most of this. Just think it's cooler. 